together Let's hear it from an expert Join the conversation, it's informative and free You and me, let's talk some strategy Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hey, hey, everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam, and we are live today for another episode of Strategy Talks. We're talking about the metaverse today. But before I introduce you to my guests, I want to do a quick shout out to those of you who are here live. Let us know where you're joining us from and on what platform you're joining us from. A special welcome to those who might watch this as a replay. Put hashtag replay in the comments later on so that both my guest and I can answer your questions should you have some. And last but not least, we want to thank those of you who are listening to Strategy Talks as a podcast. So before I introduce you to my guests, a shout out to our sponsor, Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. But our guest today is not Social Insider. Our guest today is Aragon Merlendykes. He is Mr. Metaverse. Welcome, Aragorn. How are you today? Hey, Doreen. Can we? Can I do something a little crazy? Yeah. Hey, Chat GPT. Can you say hi for me, Mister Metaverse, to the audience of the Strategy Talks podcast? Let's see if this works. She's very slow today. She's very slow today. I don't know if it's going to work. Well, it's great to be on the show anyway. <laughs> if she starts answering, we'll hear it in a second. Okay. Hey, that's interesting. You call chat GTP? GPT. GPT of female? Actually, yeah, it's a good point. I never really thought about it. <laughs> because I just saw a bunch of research Hello. that... Anyone. Oh. Okay. She started talking and then she stopped. Yeah. Mr. Well, Metaverse would like to extend a warm and friendly welcome to all of you tuning into the Strategy Talks podcast. Enjoy the insightful conversations and engaging discussions that lie ahead. Happy listening. <laughs> There we go. Hey, that's an interesting point of discussion. And that was not on my list of questions to ask. However, I've seen a bunch of discussions on LinkedIn. And if you're watching this and you're here on LinkedIn, you might have seen the same discussions. There were some um, American marketers who have used chat um, GPT for um, buyer persona, different things. And every time they ask a question, can you give us an answer in a female perspective? They can't do it. It actually stops talking. It can't think as a female. So the fact that you called her uh, a she is very interesting to me. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> well, I would say that it's probably due to the fact that in my attempts to give her a voice, uh, which this is, by the way, I, I'm working with Azure Cloud now to give her a more natural sounding voice because you can do that through the API. And this is just a makeshift solution. But I always pick a female voice because I find that more pleasant to listen to, except if it's Jarvish from Iron Man, of course, then. But I haven't been able to get a good Jarvish, uh, Jarvis voice. Um, so I'd say that that probably also influences how I think about the AI in terms of a person. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. I want to do a quick shout out. Florian is here as well as Hamza. Um, and so for those of you who are just tuning in, we're going to talk about the metaverse, but who is 
Mr. Metaverse. Why is he qualified to come on the show and talk strategy uh, with me about um, the Metaverse? So Aragon Merlendijks, he is an explorer and early adopter, passionate about technology, psychology, and the humanities. Aragorn spends his time dreaming and talking about blockchain, AI, XR, transhumanism, and the metaverse, and how they will change civilization as we know it. And guys, you're in for a mind-blowing conversation, so make sure you stay tuned. A LinkedIn alumni with over a decade and a half in tech sales and marketing, and former public speaking coach once known as a social selling doctor, Aragorn has an extensive career and has already lived many lives. All of the teams have prepared him for this moment as we are entering a new age, a virtual age, the age of the metaverse. So, wow. I, for those of you watching, you and I met in Suriname in 2022. Um, You definitely stole the show with your, I I can't even call it a speaking thing. The show you walked in, (laughs) the lights were dimmed. It was a show and you had us all focused on you on metaverse and the, the 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 takeaway that i got from this and you and i would just talk about this in the green room that the metaverse isn't here yet yeah that's true and i i did strongly hold that belief at the time and i'm not saying that i don't hold it anymore however i would like to say that it's very hard to say, you know, this is where something starts. Like if you look back at the internet, when did the internet begin, right? I mean, yes, it, it gained some, you know, widespread adoption somewhere in 1998, I think, uh, go, going up from there. But it's that's not a clear-cut moment when the internet was there. And so for the metaverse, the same thing is, is, is definitely the case. There's no specific moment when it came into existence. It really depends on your definition um, and, and the specifics around that. So... Okay, so today we're going to talk about metaverse tech. And the list that that I found on your website um, includes crypto, cryptocurrency, AI, artificial intelligence, AR, augmented reality, VR, virtual reality, transhumanism, and you explained that to me in the green room, um, integrating technology and people, and then metaverse. So what if somebody doesn't know anything. The one thing that jumps out at me, the one tech thing, and we were discussing that earlier, is AI. With the changes that have happened in just the last few weeks, I mean, you and I booked this months ago. What's happening in the AI world? And for those marketers that are watching this and those business owners who are watching this on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, on LinkedIn, what should they know about AI? Where should they go? What should they learn? What can you tell them that they need to do? It's <laughs> a lot of questions in there. Yeah. Um, so let's let's first off start with uh, you know I I'm known now as Mr. Metaverse. I I, I I didn't name myself that. People did, and I I ran with it. Um, but the Metaverse is for me a container concept that integrate that has a lot of technologies there that are all very impactful, um, if not revolutionary right now, in how we interact and transact uh, with each other as human beings and with reality itself through technology. Uh, But there's a specific, actually specific few of them that are specifically relevant. And for example, blockchain and Web3 are about infrastructure and interoperability, et cetera, decentralization, which is very important, very impactful, but it doesn't necessarily directly impact how we interact with our environment and how we integrate the technology in our every, you know, um, action. 
this is where AI comes in uh, and VR and AR. VR and AR are pretty straightforward. Right? They, they basically add a layer or completely replace our perception of what our reality uh, with a different environment and different information overlapped, etc. So they augment our experience. AI, however, is very, very impactful now because if you look at the way we interact with modern day technology, for example, online, it's always been through typing, right? Initially, we started with keyboard. Uh, then we went on mobile phones. You know, iPhone was revolutionary because we had a touch screen, and we, but we still typed on that, right? And we mostly type. And even though we've had voice recognition technology for a little bit, a lot of people don't actually use that a lot because ultimately we, the typing was still the better option because voice recognition wasn't good enough. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that technology was not able to understand our context. If we go back to 1999, there's a term Web 3.0, which is not Web 3, what we're talking about now on blockchain. But that was actually the idea that scientists and sci-fi writers and, and philosophers had together that one day we would have an internet that would be able to understand context and would be able to understand not just our question, but also the relevance of the question and, and sure. the context around it. AI is literally really, there's in the last 12 months, we've made some mind-blowing landmark developments in AI that now have led to an AI, several actually, but chat GPT, GPT-4 is the most well-known of that, that make all of that possible. If you ask GPT-4 something, it understands, depending on the information you provide, exactly why you're asking the question. And it will come up with completely unique answers and it will come up with alternative approaches. And we're only seeing the tip of the iceberg right now. And that will revolutionize everything because now it's just a conversation, but we're already looking. Last week it was announced that there will be plugins, which means that you can plug this technology into any other technology. Microsoft announced integration in their products. That means that you can ask ChatGPT to make you a PowerPoint presentation with all of the, say, I have a PowerPoint presentation. This is the line of my story. This is the pictures and the videos I want to use. And this is my brand, uh, uh, my branding document with my colors and my fonts. Can you please make a PowerPoint presentation? Then it will do that for you. Just like a real life assistant would do that up until now. The difference is it can do it in a few minutes, whereas the assistant would still be busy for hours. So the impact that that will have on productivity, uh, cost effect, efficiency, um, the, the um, go through cycle of pr producing content, all of that is, is incredible. And it doesn't stop there because that's just ChatGPT automating the stuff for you. It can also do stuff for you that generate stuff for you. For example, it can generate videos for you, basically create the images itself based on your input and what you want to see. You can combine it with Midjourney. Midjourney is an AI that allows you to create basically any visual that you want based on a text prompt. Adobe announced Adobe Firefly, which integrates that technology together with the, the traditional Adobe suite. So you tell uh, Adobe, instead of you know Adobe Photoshop needing to create everything by hand, you say, okay, I want a beautiful image of Doreen's Strategy Talks podcast with her, her face, and then I want these colors, and I want it to be more or less this setup. Can you, can you give me some drafts? And then it will basically generate a draft for you and then you can edit those drafts to perfection um, so the implications of this new technology and the, the speed at which is being integrated with all other technologies because chat gpt and gpt4 is able to use tools just like a human can in terms of software is really you know the sky's the limit this will completely change everything 
Yeah, I just, you mentioned some of those tools. Um, I played around with Canva's new tool. They had a, just this week, I think two days ago, they had a big um, event where they announced their their new suite. And yes, you can basically upload your brand colors and say, I want an image of um, Aragon, Mr. Universe on my show, but then it will create a series. It will do it in every size, every, you know, a flyer and a, and a video and everything. And it just pushes it out like that. It is yep. unbelievable. You, I oversee a future where in the very near, like in a few months time, you will have something that you can say, okay, GPT-4, I want you to check my LinkedIn every day. I want you to read the posts that I've made. And then once a week, I want you to write a blog post summary of everything that I posted uh, in that week. I want you to use this persona, which is my LinkedIn profile. I want you to keep this tone in mind, et cetera. And I want you to do that every week. And then you basically fully automate that and it will do that automatically for you. And and with the new things that they're adding, because they're going to add long-term memory probably to it, which makes it able, just like a human, to remember what it's done before or in the past, it will even be able to develop uh, you know, that persona further and reiterate and refer back to previous content, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, just to give you an idea. Yeah, crazy. that's crazy. I did hear that um, LinkedIn, and I have seen the effects of LinkedIn. If you're watching this on LinkedIn, give us a thumbs up. Um, I've seen that they putting they're putting out AI um, generated articles so that you can comment on that you can put your own information in, but they're also going to start using that for uh, profiles. So you can yep. use AI um, to create uh, better or new profiles. And so one of the things that I've done, and I'm a marketer, guys. Um, English is my second language, just like Aragorn. Um, we both grew up in the Netherlands, right? So um, even though I've lived in the U.S. for a long time, and Aragorn, you've worked in the U.S. and in, in Ireland, um, English has been your first language for a while as well. Um, you, there are still things that you might not say or think Think quite as um, a native speaker. So I throw a lot of the things that I write now in, um, in AI and say, can you fix any grammar mistakes? And can you make it sound like me, you know? And so that's helped me a lot. Um, I, especially for me as a sentence structure. Um, it's not the words. It's not what I want to say. It's sentence structure that um, really helps me do a better job. And you can take that a step further because ultimately there's an, a feedback loop, right? If you create content, then there's this there's this meme saying online, uh, don't talk bad about yourself because your inner samurai will hear it and be diminished by it. It's a bit of a meme thing, but that thing, that actually works. What you could do is you can write a piece and then you can go to ChatGPT and you can say, look, you know, I want this to sound more confident. I want it to be, you know, more inspiring. I want people to be uh, you know inclined to react to it faster can you rewrite it for me then you rewrite it then you read it yourself and that will then change how you start to think in terms of your communication especially when the results are good so there's really interesting stuff you can do there and of course i was already using grammarly for the last two years to to give me an indication of my tone of voice and corrections but this takes it to a whole nother level uh, yeah it's 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 crazy so ai we've talked about so as a marketer, as a business owner, those of those of you know those uh, in the audience that are watching right now, what what can they do to get started? I heard you say in the green room, just go, just go to the tool. But where do they find a tool? What is the tool? How do yeah. they get there? There are people that are watching this and are listening to this and going, yeah, I don't want to touch AI. But what if they do? Where do yeah. they go? Is it literally called 
Yeah, great question. I, I well, there's never been any technology that was more accessible, uh, I think, uh, in human history, because you can literally go to chat.openai.com and you can start using it right away. And and the thing is that because of how it works, you can just ask it. So, okay, this is my first time using GPT four. Uh, this is my job. I, I work in marketing. Can you tell me a little bit about how I might be able to use you and give me an example? And you can just, it's like, literally, it's like coming to the job, the first day on the job and meeting your first colleague and asking them, so, okay, so how do you guys do stuff here? Can you, can you show me around? And they will do that and they will do it specifically tailored to you because it's, you know, it understands your needs based on your input. It's, you need to stop thinking about it really as technology and start thinking about it as another person with a massive amount of information that they can share with you. And it's all about the conversation. How do you just ask the questions, refine your questions, reiterate your questions and take it from there. You can do that on chat.openai.com. If you want it even simpler, you can just go to Bing now. You need to use Microsoft Edge Explorer, but Bing has GPT 3.5 confirmed but probably gpt4 also integrated so you can just go to bing and then press bing chat on the top left and and you can do the same thing and the the good part about that is that chat gpt itself has a data cap up until september 2021 so anything after that it doesn't know about um but so, for example, if you're asking questions about, you know, how do I use this software and it's a version after that, then there's a good chance that it might not know the exact answer sure. and you have to figure it out together, by the way, which which it can. Yesterday, it helped me understand software that I was not trained on simply by me giving it extra information of what was happening. So it's really crazy. But on Bing, it actually integrates web results. So it doesn't just come up with a unique answer and, and it has a conversation with you where it's trying to understand what you're doing and you can you know, work towards the end result or get inspired, but it also provides you with the links and the websites on which it found that information. Even though it's not as fully integrated as whether would the AI be trained on that, but you know, that's semantics at this point, I think for people listening. So um, you said chat.open.ai. Chat.open.ai, yep. And there's a free version, so anybody can have access. Uh, I highly recommend, especially if you're in marketing, I mean, don't sleep on it. Spend 20 bucks. 20 bucks a month and you get plus and it will, it will change your business. It will change your life. Uh, I, I can't overstate that. There's just no way. Once you get into the habit of using chat GPT, the tendency is to push it as far as you can. Like they say in fear and loathing in Las Vegas, because I literally have it open all the time. And like you heard, I already have a voice interface. Now this one is just a plugin that I downloaded, but uh, me and my buddy uh, who's uh, actually a developer, um, uh, we figured out uh, very easily you can also use access to API and then you can combine it with Azure Cloud voice synthesis, which we're already doing. And the funny stuff is I have no background in developing or coding, but ChatGPT does the coding for me. So I basically asked it, how do I integrate this? Then it explained it to me. Then, and then whenever I need code, I ask it to write the code for me and I put that in and it's... it's so. Um, yeah, next time I'll be on the show, it, it'll be... It's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. <laughs> so... so Besides AI, the metaverse, that term can be a little scary to people, right? They're yeah. like, I, and, and when people are scared, they go, I don't want to know anything about it. It's not my yeah. cup of tea. Is that something that you find too? Is that something that you hear? Or are you surrounded by tech geeks who can't wait for the next big thing that's about to happen? Because I'm surrounded by people 
that are like, yeah, you know, AI, I don't know. And then I show them the power of it and they're blown away. So you're showing people, especially as you're doing the speaking circuit in Europe, you're showing me them things that they have no concept of being possible, correct? Yeah. Yeah, no, I can only confirm what you're saying. Um, unfortunately, I find that a lot of people, uh, we like, it's funny, if you look at series like Star Trek, uh, they always try to portray humanity as our most our most defining characteristic is our, our drive to find new frontiers, explore and innovate and, and, and etc. But the truth is, is that most people are not like that at all. Most people really don't, you know, they're born, then when they're young, they like new innovations and changes, but then there gets a point somewhere around, you know, their 30s or their 40s. And then from that moment on, they, they would, they probably would prefer if everything just froze and never changed. And that is the reality. Um, but that's not, that's not the reality that will be. So uh, fear or not, uh, I would really highly suggest anybody listening, uh, put, put those aside. Uh, disconnect from those emotions because they're not logical. <laughs> and if you're, if you're listening and watching and you're a marketer, you will lose out. If you will you lose out. Not, yeah. You will lose out if you do not at least integrate AI in your daily um the University of Philadelphia, if I'm correct, anyway, American University, they published a paper which they created together with OpenAI looking at the impact of language learning models or generative AI, as this is originally called GBT, on the global economy and on the world. And they forecast in their paper that the impact on the job market will be significant where more than or almost 20% of jobs will be affected for up to 50% of all the tasks that are part of that job. Uh, which And that will start happening before the end of the year. So before the end of 2023, we'll see layoffs happening where people are going to be replaced with AI. In fact, I've already seen them. We'll see companies start to hire for AI, which I've also already seen because we talked about it before the show. There, there was a job vacancy open in Silicon Valley for a company looking for a prompt engineer librarian, which is somebody specifically uh, to, to guide AI and work with the AI to create stuff. And they were offering 175 up to 335K a year salary, which, I mean, I think that's pretty significant for, for a job like that. And that's just the start. I mean, this right. is going to be far-reaching, not just in terms of jobs, but also in terms of business. It's projected by Deloitte and Accenture that uh, – um, that AI content will be more than 90% by 2025 of all content that we see online, AI-generated content. That's crazy. But uh, let's go back to that prompt engineer. It's the one thing that as a bilingual marketer that it can be an advantage and can be a disadvantage. When you're grounded in one language, you have a full command of it. You understand it. And the way you speak and the way you think is all within that language. I have used chat um, GPT for translation services. I've translated things, which is pretty, pretty good. It actually works really well. But I am in that state of some, you know, you and I are speaking in, in English right now, but we were in the green room speaking in Dutch. So going back and forth, I find that getting the right prompts to AI at times is challenging because either I don't have the right word or I don't have the right concept to translate it from one to the other. Um, and so teaching my brain to think that way 
is something that if you're struggling with this, if you're like, I don't even understand what AI can do for you, think about it as your, and this is what I want to tell you if you're watching this, think about it as your junior editor. Give them a task that you would say, hey, I need to write an article about X, Y, Z, um, you know, talking about these three bullets. Um, can you just get me started? And it will write that for you. And then you become the editor. So sometimes even if the prompts aren't necessarily clear, you can at least get started with that as if you were talking to a person. Am I correct about yeah. that, Aragorn? Yeah, you are correct. Uh, I, I would say that in, in many ways, uh, it's interesting because this, my, this thought came to me while I was listening to you. I didn't really think about it before, but just like people that are good at communicating now have an easier time in any business, in any field, right? Being a, strongly, a strong communicator is just in our current economy and world is such a strong thing to have yeah. those people that benefit will continue because the same, the same, the quality of exchange that we have with AI is also in, uh, impacts the end results, just like it has with, with your colleagues at work. Um, on the other hand, though, the good thing is that ChatGPT already speaks almost any language. You can talk English and Dutch at the same time in one conversation and it will still understand where you're going. So, yeah. So, if, <laughs> if there's one skill that you, if you're watching and listening, if you're a young person and in school, or um, if you have children that are in school or thinking about a career, communication is going to be super, super impactful. If you know how to express yourself, how to use uh, beautiful language and ask the right questions, facilitation is another skill. I think yep. it's going to be really important to use AI, uh, which is something I've been studying for the last few years. And that's really tremendously helped me. So communication, facilitation, those are skills that are needed in order to get the right prompt yep. to AI yep. to feed back the right information to you. The funny thing, and it just came to my mind, is that... Actually, reading and reading a lot <laughs> will just become more important because even though we are on the one hand offloading a lot of the responsibilities of dealing with data and having knowledge in our minds, we're offloading that to AI. At the same time, to be able to interact properly with that AI, we need to be at the best of our own personal ability, which needs that we need to train our own brains, which means we need to we need to process content, uh, read books, you know, be have a good general knowledge in general. But I think it's a good thing because we come from a century where uh, specialization was the thing. People had to become extremely specialized to be successful. Whereas now, I think we're entering into an age where AI will create a situation where the real specialization will be augmented by AI. And it will be our responsibility again, a little bit romantically, like, like in the age of the great philosophers in old Greece, where... It's our responsibility to all be generally, uh, you know, educated, to have know our history, know, know our uh, psychology, know our mathematics, know, know have a, a good foundation in general knowledge. All right. Before we, and I cannot believe 27 minutes have gone by, but before <laughs> we close out this conversation, and it's mostly about AI, and that's a great place to get started with um, metaverse tech, right? Yes, Sion, this is recorded for sure. If you're just jumping in now, um, you can get the conversation. Um, it will be a podcast. Too. I would I would like to make one little note. Yeah. We have spoke almost exclusively about AI, which is definitely most impactful. But for marketing, I think it's also very important to look at the Web3 space and the developments going on there and how that will impact interactions with uh, end consumers or a target audience in the future. Well, that's what I actually was going to be my <laughs> question. So if people want to learn more people, right, about Web3, about AI, about anything metaverse, 
where should they go? What should, I asked you this question when we met in Suriname and you said, you know, join my LinkedIn group, which is great. And then follow people who talk about this, use the tools, right? Go, don't be afraid, go use it. And I've been doing all of those things. And that was really good advice. The one question that I want to ask you is I know that in your team, there are four white males, right? So who is in this, in the space of, uh, I've tried to read tried to hire two women already but uh, no cigar <laughs> right so who are the women that we should connect with and if you're a woman watching this is a space that is looking for female perspectives this is a, a space that wants female engineers so uh aragorn where should we look who should we follow is there anybody in your space um that we can connect with besides mm -hmm. you and your team um that would you know tick all those boxes yeah, so Dr. Martha Buchenfeld is okay. uh, somebody that I would highly recommend to follow. Uh, she is a real expert. Uh, I know that in the metaverse space, everybody talks about Katie Hattel. I would recommend against that. I don't think that she's a good one to follow, but this, Dr. Martha is a real expert. Um, so I would highly recommend following her. She posts extremely interesting stuff and she uh, approaches it all from a scientific point of view, but also manages to extract the real value uh, uh, from it. So, so that would be my number one recommendation. Awesome. And how can they find you and connect with you? What's the best way? Well, obviously, uh, every social media is at It's Mr. Metaverse. So It's Mr. Metaverse on Instagram, LinkedIn, doesn't really matter where you go. It's Mr. Metaverse. So ITS, Mr. Metaverse, uh, no dots, no spaces, nothing. And you can go to www.itsmrmetaverse.com, of course. We have a newsletter as well, which I highly recommend you to sign up to. I have a short book there that's 33 pages, so you can read it in about an hour, which gives you a great introduction and a foundation to start off with when it comes to all the metaverse technologies and how they are going to completely redefine our world in the next uh, 20, 30 years. Awesome. Well, Aragorn, I really enjoyed this conversation. I've been looking forward to it for weeks ever since we booked this thank you so much for coming to talk and this i mean the timing couldn't have been better with everything that's going on in our world of marketing especially as it pertains to this metaverse tech uh web3 um yes I'm sorry there's one more woman i really need to recommend and yes. this is she's from uh from san francisco so so i hope that'll resonate but she's karen x dot chang on linkedin karen chang uh, she is also very great, 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 great influencer to follow when it comes to this stuff. She's she makes great content. That's awesome. So um, we'll make sure I, I'll make sure I get the links from you to these people and we'll put them especially in the LinkedIn comments. So if you're watching this on another platform, go to LinkedIn, um, Doreen Moore and Van Dam and find this and we'll put the links there so you can connect with these two women as well. Because I wanted to make sure, you know, we want to learn from people with different perspectives, right? So we want to make sure mm -hmm. that um, we support those who are out there. And if you're interested in this, um, there is a world of opportunity, a world of opportunity right now to go above and beyond and far away from where you think you could ever go in the metaverse. I've learned so much about this topic already. And um, AI, I am just thrilled to be working with it. It's so fun. If you have not opened chat.open.ai, go do it today. Honestly, if, if you're in marketing, you're not going to go to bed. Uh, after you heard this and you open <laughs> chat GPT, you will not sleep tonight because you will be up until five in the morning 
doing all kinds of amazing things, I promise you. It is fun. It is fun. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. All of you who watch this live, those of you who uh, watch this on the replay, and of course, those of you who listen to this as Strategy Talks, the podcast, thank you so much. And Argorn, I will talk to you soon. We'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Darlene, thank you so much. Bye-bye, everyone. Absolutely. Bye.